We're back! Ladies and gentlemen of Jets Nation from around the world, you're listening to The Good, The Bad, and The Jets Podcast. On the move. A lot of time. Directing traffic. Gonna go deep. Has a man deep. It is! Caught for the touchdown! Corey Davis! Get used to the mantra, all gas, no break. Flacco over the middle, it's caught! Touchdown, Garrett Wilson! Awesome. Yes, sir. Let's go, man! <laughs> and now, let's kick it over to your hosts, Brandon Ferris and Spencer Klein. Welcome, everyone, to the good, the bad. And the Jets podcast. I'm your co-host Brandon Ferris, and alongside me is Spencer Klein. We're back from a hiatus of a few weeks. A lot of stuff has been happening. This is what Wednesday night this week that we're recording after Aaron Rodgers was on the Pat McAfee show. A few free agent deals went down, so I'll uh, I'll let you kick it off. What do you want to talk about first? We've yeah. been away for a bit. We're back from our period of darkness. We could say it that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, it's been it's clearly been a, it's been a time. I mean, before the big one, which obviously is going to be the big topic of the entire discussion. Uh, talk just you know, a moment about Derek Carr. I think the Jets uh, handled it appropriately. They knew they had a plan. They felt pretty good about their plan. And yes, ultimately, while a, a deal hasn't been formally completed yet. We know what's happening, obviously, after Mr. Aaron Rodgers' announcement today. Uh, so, yeah, I, I give them credit for what they did with Carr. They, they, uh, they played their cards appropriately. Yeah, I guess appropriately. I, they, they were banking on Rodgers, and that was it. They screwed themselves if they didn't get him. I'm, I'm giving them, <laughs> yes, I'm, 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 I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt that they had these, these vibes, feelings, etc., about this working out their path. Yes, ops, ops, absolutely would have had the opposite take <laughs> if, uh, if, we, if Aaron decided to either stay or retire. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like Carr wanted to come to the Jets, but they didn't want him. At least they were interested and they didn't not talk to anyone. But it seemed like, I think that was the first big indicator that either they were all in on Rodgers or he was coming or both. Because why would you not sign Carr when you had him here? Yeah, no, I completely agree. It was uh, they had to had to be wise with it. So I'm look, I'm, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt whether they have earned it or not <laughs> that they, they they were doing. But can't say yeah, I don't, I don't, they aren't uh, if they're going to get get the get the big man. I don't know if the, they earn it or not. They just put all their eggs in one basket. Yeah. And they, jobs on the line and they're lucky it turned out in their favor <laughs> for once yeah i mean and, and it's just a huge huge turn because like look i am thinking a little bit too far ahead but like after yes let's be real he probably has about two to three at maximum years left to go it might even be one year we'll, we'll see what happens when the details are announced in regards to his contract and stuff but the piece i'm saying I'm getting far ahead is this this really turns it around now you get talent to come you have the young town's going to continue to grow. Like, 
they will be in a fine spot after the, the next set of years within this you know, all-in fold. Put the chips all on the table with Aaron period they're about to have. I know, just just had to put that out there to start. Well, they just got Alan, Alan Lazard yesterday. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like it. Let's talk about him a little bit. Basically, you know, Corey Davis, who plays, <laughs> is what I would define it as. Yeah, and I'm, I'm fine with the deal. They'll save a tiny bit of money as long as they cut Davis, which they definitely should and, and probably will. And the, the wish list that Aaron Rodgers supposedly had, he claimed that it was fake news. He, he made all the insiders fume this week with his actions. Schefter is beside himself. It was hysterical, honestly, like the way he talked about it in the interview today. Like, <laughs> and the fact that, well, I guess to be a little more clear, give the, the back just in case anyone doesn't know. Like, Rogers said he, he texted Schefter, like, nice try, get lost, like, re- like get rid of my phone number. And Schefter <laughs> follows up with the tweet with the actual text. So he was, he was not full of shit. <laughs> that. It, it, he, he really did keep it tight. I, I have to. I have to give them that credit, no doubt. Kind of a it's hard in this day and age. Every single player always leaks something. He really managed to leak nothing, or they were just guessing at things. Well, same with Douglas and the Jets. Yeah, Although, they... I don't know if it was that they were really tight-lipped or they didn't actually know. I don't know if they had any information or not. Could be both. My but deal Lou, is I... they. They had an idea. I, I personally don't buy all this reporting that like he hasn't talked to either team, Rogers. Like there was also reporting out that he was talking to players about joining. Like, come on now. <laughs> I, I mean, if he was telling players to come without telling Joe Douglas and Robert Sala, like that's that's just odd. <laughs> that's what I'll say. Yeah, but I mean, you would also think that from there meeting in California, they kind of knew everything that was going on with their paparazzi-style pictures with Woody and Sally getting out of the car. That was absurd. <laughs> people were taking pictures of that. And, and people yeah. were overanalyzing that. There was oh. like, I saw somebody tweet about it saying like, Sala has bad body language here. Like, it's not <laughs> like, like, come on. Everyone was reading into every possible thing like the restaurant they went to the time of the day where the plane was like <laughs> well what do you expect it's march of football season everything's going to be overanalyzed just like every player in the nfl draft in the next month is going to be overanalyzed exactly yeah exactly no one has anything else better to do but you know what it doesn't matter rogers has publicly said he has come to the jets and you know what spence he's a bad Man, that that was due for this pod. <laughs> We've been, I mean, the fact that we're able to say that on our side now, that's yeah. incredible. I mean, I'm just going to say that, like, let's fucking go. <laughs> we we haven't seen anything close to this in our picture. And then I guess we were certainly quite younger when Brett Favre was here. That, that's probably the closest to it. No, it wasn't Fitz. I'm not putting him in that conversation. At all. That's that's a damn low bar if we're going to say, if anyone's thinking this. Not saying you were. But, I mean, uh, to be fair, he does have the most touchdown passes as a New York Jet. Yeah, I mean, that, it's in one season. Bar that, like, <laughs> teams are clearing yearly. <laughs> with Rodgers can clear that in his sleep. 
He's going to set every Jets QB record this year. <laughs> I'm laughing. Like, it's true. <laughs> like, even his worst season is probably the best we've, we've ever seen. Yeah, his season this past year was, was just as good as anything the Jets have seen in, in this 20-year period, essentially, since at least we've been a part of the picture. Like, yeah. I just get people who don't want him. Okay, yeah, you want Lamar instead. Okay, I think that's still a little unrealistic. But to be four-time MVP, one-time Super Bowl champion, possibly the greatest quarterback in Green Bay history, one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history, coming to the Jets, I think you have a loser mentality and you just want to complain to complain. Like You can't not be happy about this if you are rooting for the success of the there's a point where you just have to push the chips all in and yes if it's for a couple of years that is what it is but like i already stated earlier in this discussion like to me this is going to set them up going forwards regardless if you have a couple positive years and hopefully very very positive years it's going to become a destination again you're going to and hopefully maybe you develop something behind and there's there's just more implication than just just him it's 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 a big deal it's a huge deal and uh, yeah, the Lamar piece. Uh, easy again, another one that's easy to say now. I <laughs> have no problem with them choosing Aaron Rodgers over Lamar. Like if if with this roster and where it's at right now, honestly, rather I mean not more. Not, I need to say honestly, like I rather have Aaron Rodgers than Lamar Jackson, even if you're sacrificing you know, the time portion of it. If you're if you are a Rams fan, would you be upset about them trading for Stafford and winning a Super Bowl and then having? To rebuild, I don't think so. Correct. No, no one is. And if you are, like again, you're just one of those unreasonable fans. <laughs> it's it's easy to say that the Jets are offseason champions every year, but this year they actually are. They finally got like the legit piece. And you know what? There's more to come. Uh, we could see Jamal Williams come to the Jets. We could yeah, see. Actually, a- I'm jumping in here. We actually can't anymore. Sign with the Saints. <laughs> no. Oh. Oh, okay. I have not been paying attention the last two hours. No, Never mind. Slow down after the, the main news. Had to, <laughs> had to soak it all. Take it all. Down. Okay. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, maybe. Um, Randall Cobb. The Jets could just build a super team right now uh, around Aaron Rodgers. Get Odell Beckham Jr., who Aaron publicly said he wants to play with. That would be insane if they got Beckham. I, I mean, you, you know what our dream's been with Odell for, for years and years and years. I mean, I, I'm not getting all crazy of the supposed cost of 15 to 20 mil, whatever it may be. If you have the chance to bring him in, bring him into this group. Come on, man. They, the Jets have the chance to write 12 years of wrongdoings in one offseason, and they're on the right track of, of doing it. Hundred percent agree. Like you could, I know it's it's so early again. Like there's so many more moves that are going to come, but I'm I'm talking twelve wins. That's that's it. You're, I mean, you want me to be crazy? I'm talking maybe fourteen wins. All right, relax there. Maybe not fourteen. I, may, I, all right, I'll, I'll slow down. At least at least twelve is certainly like an initial number that pops in my head. <laughs> I'll I think that way. Well, I think they can definitely win the division title. Oh, no doubt. They should eat. They're, they're just 
as equal to the Buffalo Bills right now. And no, that's not a hot take. I'm completely serious with that. Yeah, I agree. Don't think that's... I mean, some people probably think it's a crazy take. I, I just don't understand how people think Miami is, is better than the Jets with Tua. Just because they got Jalen Ramsey and Tyree Kill and they re-signed Mostert. Or... No one's Aaron Rodgers. And you know what would be sick is if Namath actually unretires his number and gives it to Aaron. That would be insanely cool. Because I, I think that might be the first time that we've ever seen that. I, was like, I have a feeling he's going to do it. He said he would. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. why Why wouldn't he? It it brings him back in the, into the spotlight. And if they win the Super Bowl, you can say he's the guy who gave Aaron his number. To it's bring it. the perfect one for him to do it for. I, I don't think anyone else... I mean, yes, if... if uh, well, not even going to talk about it. If anyone else that was attainable, obviously, is the only one that, that should, should be getting that 12. Yeah. And, you know, even if he's here for a year and he wins the Super Bowl and retires... There's no chance you can complain about that. The Jets haven't made the playoffs in 12 years, and they finally got one of the best quarterbacks in NFL history. It's a really, really good day to be a Jets fan. This is uh, these are. It's been a while. These are the 2009, 2010, 2011 vibes. They're back. Well, they're even better than. Yeah, it is. There's just. Look, I know I'm already repeating lines as you know, as we always do in this pod. It's only the beginning of this offseason. They made one. I guess they haven't even made an an official move yet. Like Lazard hasn't been announced. Obviously, the trade's not completed yet. But like, there's so much more that's going to. They've been rumored for names. I mean, from some of the reporting that's been out there, supposedly they were interested in Fletcher Cox. Interesting, trying to beef up the D line there. Uh, yeah, I guess we haven't. Uh, the Packers connection. Not going to get crazy excited about them so far, but like, you know, I have no problem bringing the veterans into the room. I don't have a problem with Randall Cobb taking on the Braxton Berrios role. Mercedes Lewis wants to come. Don't need it, but okay, come. Be that better in the room. Like, what I like about that one, it's a total random, but I saw this yesterday afternoon when people were uh, irrationally flipping out about him. Tyler Conklin had mentioned at some point last season, or, or I think it was before the signing or so, that he like he he modeled his blocking game off of Mercedes Lewis. Like he's a respected vet in the league. Like that's not a negative if you bring him in. I'm not gonna flip out. Yeah, I think Mercedes Lewis being on the Jets, I think they're all able to use his senior citizens discount as well <laughs> when they go out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I have no problem with him as as their third. Like, Ruckert, I don't know how his development's going to be. I would be okay with taking a flyer on Mercedes Lewis as tight end number three. Yeah, like, it, it's just like, like people were getting all worked up about that. Like, if that's what it takes to get this all done, then okay. <laughs> that's all I'll say. But it's also not the case because, as you've already said, like Aaron refuted that off the bat. He's like, I didn't. He's like, I had no list. It's <laughs> like I had some players I would vouch to, like hell for, but like he had no list. Very reasonable statements. He he, he really for someone who's quite difficult at times <laughs> with uh, the media. He spoke quite well, although it was one of you know, one of his friend friendly media friends. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, so. Why not get McAfee the punt for the Jets? Not even a joke there. Like, yes. <laughs> and I, I did see on DraftKings, the Jets are now sixth best odds to win the Super Bowl. When was the last time we saw that? Probably never. N- n- not since sports gambling has grown to being a public thing. Basically. Yeah. So get your, I mean, get your bets in now. It's only, I mean, it's probably the, the best lines were last week. But get them right now before they make any more additional splashes along with this. Because there's, there's more to come. I have no reporting into it, but there, there's more to come. And, and think about it. Brees Hall won't even be 100% when the season starts. So it's just the season's just going to go up from week one. Yeah, exactly. I mean, random one, but like, I really hope they get a, a favorable start to the schedule. Give, give them like, give them the commanders week one, like something like that. So they can just you know, come in and kick ass and start this Rogers era off on the, on a very strong note. So I, I want something like that badly, but probably won't happen because you know, they're going to put them on prime time with Rogers coming in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably a very decent chance. They are the Sunday. I'll, I'll say this now. They're the Sunday night games on week one. I'm I'm telling you, it's going to be Sunday night in Denver. Yeah, I could see something like that. I think it's Denver week one. Yeah, and look, and that's another piece too. I don't know. We, I guess, can just no. It's not a big piece, but a piece. Like you're going to see probably at least four primetime games this year, which is huge. Yeah, it's fun. I, I yeah, I, I I enjoy watching those Sunday night games. Like now that we can. I mean, definitely will be more antsy during the day, <laughs> 100%. But, like, absolutely want that spotlight with, with him on our team where I'm not embarrassed for them to be in the national spotlight. Well, well, also, we got to talk about the Hackett hire, and it seemed like that helped get Rodgers here, too. And that was the whole thing with the Hackett hire. It was, while it wasn't going to be a bust, if Rodgers didn't come, it was going to be a disappointment. And... We wouldn't didn't really know how well Hackett would work here, but with Rogers, he's like thirty nine and maybe eight, thirty nine and nine, something like that. It's it's an insane stat. So the puzzle is complete. Bring in Lazard, bring in Cobb, bring in Lewis. Make uh make the Jets Green Bay East with a much better defense. This is the best defense Aaron Rodgers will ever have. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> and with with mediocre defenses he's made to the Super Bowl, made it to the playoffs numerous times. So the possibilities are endless with, with him right now. The hire was a success. <laughs> it doesn't even matter what happens from here. You the, the fact you reeled in Aaron Rodgers, the hire was fully success. I d I don't care if that's premature, I'm saying. Yep. And I lo- I just love that Rogers like highlighted that his uh whole interview in the McAfee show today like he he legitimately said it was a big factor like and, and people clowned and teased the Jets for it I'm clowning and laughing when they're 13 and 4 <laughs> again, we're, gonna be, and, we're, we're gonna be unsufferable on Twitter <laughs> 100% I'm not, I'm not denying that now there, there, there will be a lot of cockiness for, the, for this upcoming season and I'm sorry the humble <laughs> commentary it's it's going away for a bit because i'm yeah. not afraid anymore with this <laughs> man. yes uh also what was i gonna say oh 
what uh what do we think the compensation is going to be ultimately because it seems like that's the holdup of the whole thing yeah good question I, i'm still sticking with and if this is my thought a couple weeks ago before there was like any confirmed stuff going on i think a day two pick this year and a conditional pick in 2024 if you want to be more specific I don't think it's crazy if it's a second round of this year and like a conditional third next year that could work its way up to a one, something like that. Yeah. I don't think it'll be the one this year. I know others are, are kind of aligned with that take, but I, I think J- Douglas is going to try very, very hard to not put that one out there. And I think honestly, they, they, they need that pick. Yes, year. I would say that. They, they need someone to come in right away and fill a need yeah. wherever they want it to be just to get the players in for this year. So, yeah, I think they should defer that one if they can. Yeah, and you know my favorite part that I, I know I've mentioned to you, like, the dream to me is you keep 13, you trade back to, like, I don't know, 18, 19, 20, and you recoup basically one of the two picks that you traded in this Rogers yeah. deal and you get them close to free when it's all yeah. said and done. That would be the best business Douglas can do. And I wouldn't doubt him. He, he knows what he's doing with trade. <laughs> yeah. Do you think receiver is going to be going back to Green Bay? That's what the consensus seems to be right now. I honestly don't think so at all. I think Corey Davis just gets outright cut. And why is there this talk about Elijah Moore? I don't. I think that's been a completely made up one by fans. I don't know. I could see one of them being moved. I, mean, I if it's Denzel Mims, have at it. He's all yours. We're off. <laughs> Mims hive is done. I could see it being some random player, like some like I'm Ruckert over there. I I would say uh, Ruckert is one I wouldn't actually be shocked about. I feel like if you got if you're gonna give them like you know, a prospect to work with, yeah, in a position they have depth in, like yeah, that could, that could be it. Unfortunately, and I guess like I mean. I, I think I joked about it because I saw someone tweet about it as a hypothetical during the week. Like, maybe Clemens gets yeah. tossed there as that, like, just depth lineman or something. Like, I hope I hope it's neither one of those, obviously. But, I yeah, I think those are the ones I would first come to, sorry, that first come to mind for me. Not the, I, I don't know why the Packers would want to just bring in Corey Davis. Maybe I'm being negative about him, but, like, I feel like you can just get him on the open market for free. For less, not for free. Be yep. free. Well, I, I would rather keep Clemens than Ruckert. Either those two. Yes, agreed. Interesting. I didn't think you'd agree. I know you're big. You're a big Ruckert guy. I, not that I want to. I, I think the logic of it definitely makes sense. If if the Packers are going to ask for like a young piece in the deal. Yeah. Not going to be. I, I mean, this is just completely a joke to say. It's not. They're not getting Sauce and Garrett Wilson. And like three first round picks. <laughs> Those nonsense thoughts. Cut that out. And it's not going to be Lawson either. I know the Jets were exploring getting rid of Lawson. Yeah, I don't. That's no, I don't know why the Packers would just want to like bring him in at a deal where they could just find a cheap, just, just, just a better cost path to, to do something like that. Yeah. And uh, speaking of trades going off. On a tangent here, the Jets did make another trade. What was it last week when everyone freaked out? They got uh, Chuck Clark, safety from Baltimore, for a seventh round pick. A plus trade. Fantastic trade there. That's what we've been saying. 
get these guys on expiring deals for late round picks and, and take the flyer on them. Chuck Clark's a great player. This is where Douglas is just continually very, very strong with <laughs> in his trades. He seems to do a very – I'm not – again, I'm going back to James Robinson for a moment. That's the same type of concept that you you just do it. You go for it. And if it doesn't pay off, it is what it is. And this is one where, in terms of Chuck Clark, it's going to pay off. He's going to be starting week one. <laughs> and, a, and I love the versatility of him. I, I can't say I was an expert in him prior to the trade. But you know, credit to our friend of the pod, Michael Nania, who came on you know, a little bit of, over a bit ago. I uh, saw so his tweet about like all this, the positions that he's taken snaps from. He's literally been everywhere on the defense, like literally DN, linebacker, safety. <laughs> he's done it all. He's like Jamal Williams light. Yeah, I, I, and for the cost that he's at, and someone who can, I mean, tackles are not like the stat you want to cite, but I mean, someone who's at least around the ball and, and completing <laughs> his hits. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to have him in the secondary, and I mean, I think there's there's more work to be done there. But if that worse, that's the group Whitehead and Chuck Clark. You improved upon last year. You hit one of our our requirements of this offseason. Yep, and they brought back Quincy Williams, at a pretty fair deal as well. So Quan is probably most likely gone. Yeah, I I agree with that, and I like the Quincy deal. I think it's a reasonable rate essentially like a kind of like a two-year sort of deal. Yes, it's three on paper, but with the way it was structured, it seems like around two or so, really. Quan, like, he's probably gone, but I don't know. Could it be like last year where he just has no market again? I doubt it, but like, could it be the case? Possible. Possible. Yeah, I mean, these these linebacker markets, like, they kind of get weird sometimes. Yeah, and I think we do have to say a special goodbye to our friends, Nathan <laughs> I know <Shepard>. we <laughs> I knew <laughs> we're going with that. <laughs> so she- Shepard is gone. We have one person left of the Mac McCagden era, and that is Quinton Williams, who is doing a new contract soon. So I'm sure he will be around for a while. Oh, yeah. No, they, they, they will take care of that one appropriately. This is we, we can give Woody Johnson as hard of a time as we like, at times, but like cash wise, and what the Jets spend, they're one of the top. So it's not like he doesn't try to spend. Uh, I'll give him that credit. Yeah, and they did restructure a bunch of contracts too. Yeah, they they they're ready to be very very serious, which is which is great. <laughs> and they they restructured. Uh, what what's his name? Oh, Langan Tomlinson. As we said, he was not going anywhere. And he's not going anywhere probably through 2024 either with this cap hit now. So be prepared for uh, probably two more seasons with, with like and Thompson in this room. And I, I am going to repeat what we said. We didn't know the wrap-up thoughts on the offseason. Like, I just feel he that was an anomaly of a season. He will be much better and back to at least close to what he was with San Francisco this year. If I'm wrong, yep. we'll talk uh, next summer. <laughs> yeah. Next winter, excuse me. And then they also did a second-round tender on Bryce Huff, which was good. Love that move. Don't think anyone's going to poach him for that, but if they do, no. okay. <laughs> no, no problem. And, and speaking about Bryce, I think another trade candidate, this is just going everywhere right now, another trade candidate for Green Bay could be Bryce Hall, since he's kind of the odd man out right now. 
in uh, the cornerback room. I mean, yeah. They, the, you want to throw him going back? back? Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, if he's the player going back, I don't care. Yeah, and I, I mean, I guess you can make the same case with Brandon Eccles. I mean, I think they prefer to keep him, but you know, if that's a, a piece Green Bay sees something in they want, bye. Yeah. <laughs> then whoever, I don't care. As long as it's not a starting guy, I don't care who it is. Correct. They, they, they could definitely par with that a few of those type pieces. Yeah, or like Will Parks. <laughs> He he's had a funny off season. I'll I'll say on Twitter. <laughs> yes, he, he he talks like he's really good. Talks like he's smart. I, I, <laughs> I respect him. He's funny. I like I him. Look, love him a part of this team. He he bring, he seems like he brings a good attitude. And they did resign Greg Deleg, right? Yes, they did. I'm I'm glad we don't have to talk about that until like. May that they don't have a kicker yet or some crap like yes, that. Thank, thank God we don't have to talk about that. And then lastly, another uh, what, what do you want to call it? Celebratory goodbye to Mike White. <laughs> the chapter is officially closed and I don't want to hear any more hypotheticals. And I'm, that's all I'm saying. I'm not doing any wish well, this and that stuff. The chapter is closed. I will not commit to a statement like that. <laughs> Enjoy. I mean, he's going to start a few games in Miami when two of us. He'll be playing 100%. But I'm just glad the Jets don't have to worry about him anymore. Yeah. Well, the, the fans, the fan base. Yeah. And I'll say this in return to, I mean, not in return, just kind of in relation to Miami. Like, I don't know. We, we'll talk about Zach in a moment. I think we have to at least talk a, a minute or two on him. Fine. Eddie and his QB too. I'm off. They, they, they're going to need a backup quarterback. It's well, Zach's their backup quarterback, and that's that. Now we can get right into it. <laughs> he was coming into the discussion. Like, I mean, I, I wasn't. Can't actually roll into the season now with him as QB two. You you just can't. What do you mean you can't? If he goes down and, you, and you're with this all in whatever this roster ultimately turned out to be, this all in group. You cannot have Zach as your QB two. You just can't. Well, what are you gonna, what are you proposed about doing with him? He's owed I, what nine million dollars. Yeah, I mean, like I, you, you know, my favorite plan: do the phantom injury and put him on IR all season. That that's what I'd really prefer, but I I know that it's harder to maneuver around. Yeah, but it's the the cap hit is still there. Well, if you yeah, yeah, I'm not saying I don't. They're not cutting and releasing or anything. Like that. I'm saying like if you put him on IR, so be it. Doesn't yeah, play, but eat up a spot, and you can bring him back a quarterback who's actually capable. Yeah, but the spot doesn't matter. It's the cap hit that matters. They're going to be up against the cap as it is. Well, they, yes, they're not going to restructure the money. Yes, that, that's correct. But they're not going to get a good backup. They're not going to be able to sign anyone. Hey, it depends how you structure. Like I think James just got structured for like the base is quite low, but it's incentive heavy. You just got to find someone who fits that bill. Yeah, who wants to do I, that? <laughs> you're gonna laugh. The one that you've been asking me for, you've been joking about for a while. Who? Carson Wentz. He's not backing. He, there's no way he, he ain't getting a starting job. He has minimal choice. <laughs> I come on. As the veteran backup, is he the worst option? I don't think so. I think he might be able to get a starting job somewhere. 
I mean, you you got to really have to find a desperate team right now. I they're getting closed up some of those uh, opportunities. Like actually, his former well, he wasn't going back to the Commanders, but Brissett just landed there. Not going to like Houston. They they brought in Case Keenum. Obviously, not going. I'm trying to think of names. Like where else is he? He's not going back to the Colts. He's gonna go, maybe go to the Jags and, and back up like Lawrence. Like I'm thinking of ridiculous ones like that. Maybe he can go to Arizona. Yeah, yeah. I, I, maybe that's a landing spot. That's an interesting one. Yeah. We'll, we'll, look, we'll see what they do. I, I do. How's this? I'll rephrase. I have an expectation the Jets are bringing in another veteran quarterback to back up Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't. My prediction as of now, March fifteenth, I don't think Zach Wilson will be QB two even on week one. I I think he will be. It's just the the cap scenario because it's difficult. I don't disagree with that. I mean, with Rodgers, you're going to pay Rodgers a lot. You just signed Alan Lazard, and you're not stopping there. You're going to have a first-round rookie who's going to command eight or nine mil. You're not, they're not going to have an, enough money to spend on a backup quarterback that's decent enough. Unless you poach Chad Henney from retirement, <laughs> like one team tried to. I mean, like, are you, I, I don't... I, I mean, I agree. They, they, they're all bringing Flacco back for, like, literally the veteran minimum. No, I'd rather Wilson than, than Flacco. Fair. Flacco can't move. Yeah, I mean, I, I, he certainly um, it was in my TikToks of a clear like, see you head into retirement. But I'm trying to think because you're 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 making good points about the cap piece. Like, and I don't know who's going to fit that bill of like the one to two to maybe three million type veteran back quarterback. I have one, and you'll agree. Go, Josh Johnson, bring him back. Honestly, yes. Like, <laughs> no joke. He would be like the perfect guy. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't have a problem with that at all. Or sign AJ McCarron. <laughs> no, comment. he's doing well. <laughs> he he's not doing too bad in the XFL right now. He's I am not bringing him in. Should have uh, they should have brought Darnold back. When we were our, our mini panic period, his name fell into the discussion. I, I can name anyone right now. I can name a bu- bunch of guys. Who's uh, get uh, what's his name? Nick Mullins, get him over here. He surprisingly just got resigned by the Vikings already. A oh, day, they resigned a day two move. Yeah, <laughs> trade uh, trade for Kyle Trask for free. Yeah. Definitely think backup quarterback is one to watch for throughout this offseason as they have plenty of other moves to prioritize ahead of that. And and one of them to me, not just to me, but I think to many, interior D-line. We, we laugh about it for years that they're, they're a foe there, but they're not at all right now. They're quite thin. Well, they just lost Sheldon Rankins. Who we, I didn't think. I, I, I don't know what you thought, but I didn't think he was coming back on his price tag. But they... Uh... Unless Jalen Carter's there at thirteen, they're not going to draft an interior defensive lineman. They obviously they need someone because they looked at Fletcher Cox, but I don't know. They're going to have to do something out out there. Yeah, I I I feel like they're going to bring in or be able to convince a vet to take that role. Like, and I know, I know you'll laugh <laughs> again. Like you know, like a excuse me, a Ndamukong Sue type to really fill that role or or at least share the role. Well, it's a lot easier to get these guys now that you have Rodgers 
Like, look what happened when Matt Stafford went to the Rams. Von Miller went there. Bobby Wagner. And, and then look what happened when Brady went to the Bucs and the Dom Sue went there. And they, these quarterbacks can make these super teams. And the Jets are finally possibly going to be a super team where they just follow the quarterback. Yeah. I agree. And that, that to me is the most exciting part. They're able to round out the roster with players like that, not players like, I mean, just give me an example from the past couple of years. I'm trying to think myself when I'm struggling, but. <laughs> not someone like a Jonathan Marshall or like a Sharon Peak. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's the type of names I was looking for. Exactly. Now they have Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, Sauce. They they have the pieces, and they almost made the playoffs with a horrible quarterback. They were seven and four with a horrible QB. Now they have one of the best in the league, and the the ceiling is the Super Bowl. It really is. Yeah, we're, we're going to be talking those words all year. I'm not not shy about it anymore. And as we shouldn't be <laughs> with who they just landed, or, or I guess pending to land. Let's, let's be clear at the moment. Yes, it's basically a lock. Yeah, there's no no concerns or doubts or any of that in my mind at this moment. Yeah, but I mean, it, actually, I mean, I know we're, we're going all around with every jet topper right now, but back to that one. Packers would be absolutely ridiculous to hold this out and like try to be ridiculous with completing the deal. Optically, would be horrendous by them if they do that. Well, that would just it would just make their GM reputation terrible. Yeah, like it would exactly. Why would they risk doing anything like that? Because of course, you know, we've seen some of the commentary about that already. They're just they're going to take as long as they need. They could mess around. Like people like recognize and see things. It's not mad. Yeah, that would just be like a dick move. <laughs> That's really it. <laughs> yeah, like, I, it, especially with. And actually, this I thought was interesting today. Like after Rogers spoke, there were takes saying the Jets have all the leverage. There were takes saying the Packers have all the leverage. What are you talking about with the Packers having all the leverage now? Well, it's like the same thing with the whole Patrick Kane situation. the The team that is trading for the player has the leverage. Yeah, especially that he came out with someone the caliber of Aaron Rodgers level to be like. I am going to play here and basically, basically dragged his current organization. <laughs> yeah. I mean, literally, that literally just happened to Patrick Kane. He told the Blackhawks, I want to play for a loser franchise in the Rangers <laughs> and I'm not playing anywhere else because he has no trade clause. So the Rangers got him for a really good deal and the Blackhawks just didn't want to lose him for nothing. And if the Packers are smart, they'll trade him and get what they can get. There's no other team that wants him. And it's not, I don't think he has no trade clause, Rodgers, but no other team's interested. So. Yeah, but it's, they, they, they just need to do it. And I, my guess, whatever, right, Wednesday evening, I, I feel by, I feel by Monday it'll be done. I kind of think they'll string it along and be a little ridiculous for the next couple of days. I And I hope I'm wrong. I hope it's fucking tonight. Excuse me. <laughs> I want it now. <laughs> Patience is shot after these couple of, of days. <laughs> but <laughs> I just keep refreshing Twitter every 
two seconds. Yeah, I, I, I want to close the app and, and start watching March Madness and take a debrief from quarterback. I am worried to see what my screen time report's going to be this week. Oh, I know mine's going to be. I couldn't go to sleep. I'm not going to lie. It was up all night for like the last <laughs> Kept trying to fall asleep. It was like maybe the move's going to happen now as everyone's sleeping and I would check Twitter again. Well, we were ready to stay up until 2 a.m. the night of the California trip, just like we stayed up until midnight for the Le- Le'Veon Bell release. I'm, I'm uh, reflecting on that now from Monday till now. We literally thought they were going to come back and like have an answer from the trip. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we thought Le'Veon Bell was going to release a song saying he was going to the Jets in his album. <laughs> that was absurd. <laughs> Undeniable. I uh I think they'll get it done by the end of the month. They have to. It, it'll definitely be done by the draft. <laughs> what do you mean the month? I don't have patience for that. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying I, that 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 could mean tomorrow. That could mean in two weeks. The by I'll the end be, of the I'll month. I'll be sick if if that happens. <laughs> I can't I can't wait that long. I <laughs> yeah, I I don't know what to tell you. That's my prediction. Yeah. All right, well, I think we took up enough of everyone's time with this rambling. Any other Jets news that you think is important enough? If not, uh, we uh, might go back in the, into the darkness for a bit until something big happens. I mean, just like some general commentary to wrap it up, like expect them to target a center. Sounded like they were in for the uh, 49ers center, Jake Rendell, who returned to the 49ers. At least that's what the reporters shared that the Jets actually had offered more money, so clearly they're in the center market. I just you know, just easy connect the dots. Ben Jones from the Titans, I don't think is a crazy one at all right now, just for the the staff connections there, the O line coach and Pod Downing, two of them. Uh just a take. I don't think Odell happens, but I'm a hundred percent rooting for it to happen. And yeah, I think Randall Cobb joins and I think more Sadie's Lewis actually does join. I, I guess I'll I'll commit to that statement. Those are my, my random thoughts. And all right, what do you think about Lawson stays or goes or Lawson? I think ultimately stays. I think they forget a restructure and they get it done and he's back. Yeah, same. I think he stays. All right. Well we thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Good Bad Jets Pod. And uh, our Instagram doesn't really, we don't really do much on Instagram. So let's just stick with Twitter for now. And you can follow us, follow me on Twitter also at Be Ferris Verified. Yep. Thank you, Brandon. As always, you can check me out on Twitter at SKline8241033 and on TikTok at NYJetsSK824. We'll be back tonight with the post, actually, right after we wrap this up. was uh, in my own period of darkness the past couple of weeks. Just, just kind of slowed down there. But <laughs> we're back. We'll be back. I'll rephrase that. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. I uh, hope you enjoy March Madness. Let's roll tide and enjoy the rest of your week.